They say time flies when you're having fun. And the older you get, the faster it flies. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to this week's Rehash. It has been a year since I started doing this week's Rehash on a regular basis by simply learning it as I go. So I'm very thankful for you who actually listens to my ramblings. I would also like to take this opportunity to thank the people who listened in from the different states, starting off with those who live with me here behind enemy lines in California. Thank you also to the listeners in Virginia, Maryland, New York, Illinois, Colorado, New Mexico, where I got my speeding ticket, which I'm still paying for, Ohio, New Hampshire, North Carolina, District of Columbia, Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and to the more free states of Nevada, Texas, and Arizona. And those from other countries as well, such as Vietnam, United Kingdom, Philippines, Australia, UAE, Japan, Kenya, Canada, Sweden, and Luxembourg. I am truly grateful. You are more than welcome to give me some feedback and suggestions. Just use the link on the show notes or comment on the blog. I would love to hear from you. So, moving on. In the new year comes new laws. Is it good or bad news? Well, that's totally up to you. But here are my first impressions on some of these, just reading off from the headlines. My source of these summarized laws are from abc7news.com and patch.com. In 2020, illegal alien youths who were brought here as children would be allowed to get a graduate degree from a public university and be eligible for student loan programs and in-state tuition. So if it becomes even more difficult for your child to get into a public university, you can thank the SB354 for that. We are also going to give away health benefits to those same young adults living in the country illegally because the Medicaid program will be expanded to include low-income adults aged 25 and younger, regardless of their immigration status, under the law SB 104. I can only guess where the money will come from, so strap in, people. We are going to get choked again with more taxes. And might as well expect your health insurance premiums to increase as well. I don't know what these politicians are smoking, but now they are allowing Mary Janes in schools. SB 1127 basically allows, quote-unquote, medical marijuana on campus. I guess we don't have enough addicts on the streets, so might as well have it in schools too. I wonder, are dealers welcome as well? Medicinal, recreational, or whatever they say they use it for. It is basically a drug that can easily be abused. If they gave me crap for bringing my child's inhaler in school, why the heck does marijuana get a pass? Well, at least this one passed. SB3 increases the minimum wage by $1. 
So now the minimum is $12 an hour for workers at companies with 25 or fewer employees and $13 an hour for workers at larger companies. I am all for wage hikes, since most of the time, the price of everything has already increased before wages catches up. But if the previous wage increase is any indication, I'm afraid that many might lose jobs because of this. Ever since that previous wage increase, have you noticed that more of those automated check-in or order kiosks popped up? It's just how it works. When companies can't afford these increases in wages, they are left with no choice. They either have to automate or send jobs to other countries to survive. Well, jobs are already being lost because of this one. AB5 forces companies to make independent workers as regular employees, even if the workers themselves want to stay independent. And we are already seeing the effect of this law. Plenty of contract workers have been let go in anticipation of this drastic law. Most probably, this one was lobbied and funded by unions, expecting that the contract workers that turns into regular employees will soon unionize and they can collect more juice to feed the beast to bribe politicians to do their bidding. All these regulations just makes you want to pull your hair out. Speaking of which, SB 188 will ban workplace and school discrimination based on a person's natural hairstyle or hair texture. Protected hairstyles includes braids, twists, and locks. I am all for individualism and creativity in hairstyles. But if a company wants their own standard of professionalism in their workplace, then I say let them be. Stop all these overreaching. Now here is one that I can totally relate to. SB 83 gives new parents 8 weeks of family leave. I know this will be hard on businesses as well, but as a parent, I say take it people. You can never bring those moments back. Enjoy your children while you can, because if you don't, they may end up in juvie. Or not. Since SB 439 allows minors under 12 who have committed nonviolent crimes to be released to their parents or legal guardians. But if the kid already committed a crime at that very young age, I can only guess what kind of parents he or she has. Is that really a good idea? Lastly, SB 209 establishes a wildfire warning center. Basically, they will spend more money on technology to prepare, predict, and detect potential wildfires. That is all well and good, but maybe before spending all that money on tech, why not clean up the encampments first? Which is one of the causes of fires in the city in the first place. I'm not sure if these laws made your new year happy, but at least you know what's coming. God bless California. By thy grace, make this state great again. This is Earl Francis for this week's rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.